Linda Pinizzato. Whether it's a house, townhome, or condo, when you're ready, she's your negotiator. With 34 years of experience, Linda guarantees that you have the real estate knowledge you need to make the right decisions. Call Linda Pinizzato at Sutton Group Quantum Realty, 416-561-7373, or visit her at lindapinizzato.com. Hello there. You're listening to Linda Pinizzato at the Condo Expert, and oh, you talk about exciting topics of conversation. Okay, plug and drive. What is that? Well, I'm going to explain. You know, it's interesting. You know, remember when smart cars came out, and that was the、uh, interesting phase for the market. I mean, some people liked them, some people didn't. They're not really my preference. As a realtor, I can't fit enough people in there, so I don't think that that would really be the market car. However, what I might be a little bit conscientious of is fuel consumption, the environment, the economy, and so on. So, electric cars—is it actually the wave of the future? I mean, you can go into so many different television programs now, and there's a lot of discussion about them. And I know a lot of、uh, different motor vehicle companies are moving towards finding the technology. And I guess, really, when is the explosion of electric cars going to actually hit the market? So the question is: Is that is that the car for you? Which is one side of the picture. But then the other side of the picture is going to be: Is how much money do you save? Are there any incentives and rebates? What are the environmental benefits? I mean, these are a lot of questions. So, if you want to purchase a an electric vehicle, and especially, I guess, if you live in a condominium, okay, the question is going to be: How would you then be able to charge your vehicle? Because you do have a battery, so you have to charge it. Now, as far as manufacturers of electric cars, I mean, we've got Nissan, Leaf,、uh, Mitsubishi,、um, the Smart Two, Electric Drive, Ford Focus. But you know what? I'm not the expert on this, so I am going to invite Josh Twintarney, and he is actually the director of operations for Plug and Drive. So, welcome. To the show, Josh. Hi, Linda. Thanks for having me. Well, it's great having you. You know, when I got your email, I have to tell you, I looked at it and I thought, okay, that's a cool subject. Yeah, definitely.、Uh, electric vehicles are here; they're on the road, and they're very exciting. They're a lot of fun to drive, and I'm very excited to be here today to talk about charging in condominiums. Well, you know that's、uh, that's going to be a key topic for not only condo owners but also for board of directors because you know they're the first question in their mind is going to be okay, fine, you know where they're going to charge it because of where the hydro costs are and so on. But let's let's you know before we get into all that, tell me a little bit about how it all got started. Well, electric vehicles have been around for more than a hundred years, so they're definitely、uh, their time has come.、Uh, Thomas Edison used to drive an electric vehicle, but I, I don't think that's what you want to talk about. I actually, he, I didn't even know that time of Thomas Edison drove an electric vehicle. He did. He did. He actually、really? had an electric car back in the day.、Uh, Henry Ford's wife drove an electric vehicle. Really? Now yes, we're going this, right back. Some of the、here. first cars were electric. Yes. And then now、um, I got to ask you, what about the Mercedes? Did they get into that?、Um, I'm not exactly sure、I'm、about Mercedes. I'm a Mercedes fan. I'm sorry. <laughs> but the Smart for Two electric is made by Mercedes. Well, of course, yes. And Mercedes Benz has a, a full size luxury vehicle coming out later this year that is electric as well. Really? Oh, that's interesting.、Yeah. So well, I guess、one. there's three stages. The first stage is 100 years ago when the first vehicles were electric,、mm-hmm. and people touted them for the same reasons that they do today. They're easy to charge, very few emissions, and very cheap to operate. You move forward, and then you kind of saw the rebirth of electric vehicles in the early '90s when General Motors came out with the EV1, 
and that was uh, memorialized in that movie, Who Killed the Electric Car? Oh, right, yes. Where uh, right. GM made all of yes. these, and then they kind of took them away and destroyed them, which is really unfortunate. But then, I never understand that. That doesn't make any sense to me. I mean, you know what? That's kind of like uh, when you get into the movie actors and the famous personalities who burn their clothes. What is wrong with that? I mean, they should donate it. But okay, we're not talking about that. Yeah, I yeah. won't <laughs> discuss that one too much further. It's pretty political. But the exciting news is that in 2011, the first uh, generation of new electric vehicles came to market with the Nissan Leaf, the Mitsubishi iMeve, and the Chevy Volt mm-hmm. all coming on sale. And from that point on, sales have been pretty brisk. There's more than 5,000 electric cars in Canada, mainly in British Columbia, Ontario, and Quebec, because those are the three provinces that have incentives. But by the end of this year, we will have more than 14 different models of electric car available for sale on the road and um, hopefully charging in some condos. So so your product, okay, plug and drive, where did the origination of the idea behind it come from? I know you mentioned Ryerson to me earlier. Yeah, so uh, the organization who I work with is called Plug and Drive. We're a nonprofit based in, in Ontario that specializes in educating consumers about electric vehicles. We're not associated with any of the car or charger companies. We, we pride ourselves on being agnostic and being able to provide that third-party perspective on some of the emissions and the cost savings and the charging solutions to, to help consumers figure out if this is a viable option in their lives. And we believe that for most people it is. So is there actually a research side to the entire package? Because I know right now, for instance, um, you know, the Condo Owners Association is involved in the Condo Act Review. And uh, several months ago, Randy Lippert of the University of Windsor contacted me as a criminology professor. And they're actually doing a huge study. So, uh, you know, with respect to condominiums and so on, like all across North America, New York, Toronto, and so on. So is there that element with what you're involved in as well? Is there any degree of studying or or just interaction of trying to get compile information on electric cars? Well, it's such a new industry that we're kind of groundbreaking a lot of different research in terms of the cost to drive, providing consumers with very detailed information about how much their electric vehicle would cost to operate versus their gas car, as well as some of the long-term operating costs, but mm-hmm. also the emissions. And just in general, there's uh, just dealing with the, the issue of charging in a condominium. That is a new issue that we have just started to embark upon. So, you know, it's interesting. I understand that you're developing a guide for condominiums, like with respect to providing information, I guess, so board members can take a look and see what uh, benefits there are around it and how the whole process would work. Yeah, that's right. We're, uh, we're working to help people in general get charging stations installed in their homes, whether that is a single family home or a condominium or a place of business. We're, we're working with the utility sector. Uh, right now, we're working with 14 di- different utilities across the province to help make this easier. So people can go on our website, www.chargemycar.ca, and they can find out about the charging stations and they can buy it online. We're also working to create a more substantive package of information for condo owners, board members, developers, and anyone involved in that kind of world to help them understand some of the challenges and potential solutions available to condos because each building is unique in its ability to accept chargers into their uh, building. Well, you know, that's interesting because, I mean, so if you develop the package, is it, I guess they would contact you for the package then? Is there a direct contact uh, or just basically go on the website and then has contact us? Yeah, if, if you go to our website, pluginddrive.ca slash condo, okay. 
we're developing kind of an ensuite of information for people there. So the, the package will be available for, for download and we'll be updating that with new information as well as if uh, we're, we're open to, to meeting with potential EV owners in condos or talking to condo boards. Mm -hmm. So we'll have some more information there about the discussion because it's not to jump into the discussion too right. much, Linda, but really if you want to get an electric vehicle charger station installed in your condominium, you have to be ready to have that discussion with your fellow residents in the building oh, 100%. or have a discussion. Everyone has to come on mm -hmm. board. It's not unlike replacing a, a large piece of infrastructure in the building or adding a new amenity. It needs to have a rational discussion about the benefits that this will offer to the residents and to the long-term value of the building. Because in the future, as, as these vehicles are adopted more and more, you're going to start to see that it becomes demanded, more people are demanding that their cars can charge or it becomes an issue in terms of whether a tenant is interested in moving into that building. So it becomes a, an issue of attracting a certain demographic, the EV owner demographic, mm -hmm. which tends to be a good demographic for people to be attracted to. <laughs> well, you know, I think one of the key things is, is that if a board is operating really in the proper judgment for their you know, their residents, whether it be the tenants or whether there's owners in the building, either one, or their, uh, you know, even the offsite owners, because it then becomes a privilege for them when they go to put their property up for rental, because they have this availability in the building. So, you know, there's no question that, you know, having the whole thing implemented is a great idea. I think the question is going to be for them is how the process works, and uh, whether or not it would actually hit the operating budgets. So, those those intricate details regarding the financial side is probably going to be uh, front and foremost with any decisions that any condo board is going to make. And having open discussion with the residents in the building will, I guess, alleviate any concerns that all of a sudden you don't want an owner or a tenant coming forward and saying, oh my God, you know, my rent has increased because we have to pay for this now, or my maintenance fee has jumped skyrocketed because you guys approved electric vehicle, you know, charging stations inside the building. I, I think that's probably the biggest issue when you talk about condominiums. Yeah, I, I think so. I think there's some legislative problems as well that we have made recommendations to the Ministry of Consumer Services with regard to changes to the Condominium Act mm -hmm. about just ways that they can make streamline some of the processes for electric vehicles. Mm -hmm. But they have a lot to deal with. So I'm not sure that they'll get to it in this round. Well, they should be getting to it on this round because I don't know if you know, but, uh, you know, as the founder of the Condo Owners Association, we were instrumental in opening up that Condo Act review. Oh. I mean, we have been basically uh, running after the ministry charging. I heard a statement yesterday. I was, it was funny. <laughs> I'm not going to repeat it though. But, you know, I mean, we've been pushing really hard since 2009 to have that Condo Act uh, opened up, which it now has, but we're not really happy with the review. But that is another story. Yeah, that is another story. But thank yes. you for allowing us to uh, have the opportunity to, to introduce that to the Condo Act. I think uh, back to the subject, I think one of the topics that a lot of owners or property managers that are concerned about is the use of electricity when charging an electric vehicle. And in general, it's, it's less than a dollar a day worth of electricity that is used. There are solutions that can alleviate some of the concerns about uh, other residents paying for that electricity. So Linda, when you get your electric car and you're, you're charging in your condo, we can set you up with a little swipe card mm -hmm. or a phone-based system that just unlocks that charger and can bill you for its use during that period. Really? So, so, if, so if you were charging for six hours, the condo could recuperate some of that 
that lost revenue from the electricity cost, and then you could just be billed to your credit card directly. Right, right. So the only real cost is a, a one-time installation cost. And so what we're interested in doing is working with condos to find ways to minimize those costs. If you install a charging station in a, in a poor location, it's going to be quite expensive if it's far away from the electrical panel or requires too much uh, installation. Okay, so so you know if you if you okay as a rundown because we're going to go through that again, uh, but we do have to take a break. So it's Linda Pinazzato of the Condo Expert. Uh, you are listening to Josh Trintani, and uh, he is the director of operations for Plug and Drive. Interesting subject about electric cars. Please stay tuned, and uh, we'll be right back. Oh, my computer crashed. Oh no, I've got a virus! Oh, no way, no internet connection. Do you need help? Call IT Mayday. 647-977-7113. ITMayday.com And thank you so much for joining me. You know, today has been just a fascinating time of learning so much of what's going on out there. And that's what the condo expert is all about. I'll hit so many different issues. You'll notice them on iTunes and on podcast. Reporting here from the Hayes FN, you have been listening to Linda Pinizzato of the condo expert. Now, also remember, register yourself if you're a condo owner, a condo buyer, register at www.coaontario.com. And also if you've got questions, whether they're real estate related or condominium or property values, this and that, you know, I wouldn't have the uh, information I have had I not had the experience that I've received. And I certainly wouldn't have been able to start the Condo Owners Association without having this kind of a background. So contact me at Linda. Pinizzato, P-I-N-I-Z-Z-O-T-T-O at C-O-A-Ontario.com or Linda at LindaPinizzato.com. Until the next time, have a fantastic day and thank you so much for tuning in. Linda Pinizzato, whether it's a house, townhome or condo, when you're ready, she's your negotiator. With 34 years of experience, Linda guarantees that you have the real estate knowledge you need to make the right decisions. Call Linda Pinizzato at Sutton Group Quantum Realty, 416-561-7373, or visit her at lindapinizzato.com.